0: Let's Define Win, a podcast for everyday horse enthusiasts to laugh, commiserate, and learn that life is all about how you define wins. 31, here we are. Almost as fun as 21, but 10 times as tired. (laughs) Yeah. Or maybe 10 times more fun oh there we go here's the hoping right
1: yeah maybe it's not 10 times because like 10x would be 300 or whatever just just bear with us everyone bear with us we're here for we're free we're here for horse chat not math chat that's our other podcast that drops on wednesdays
0: (laughs) exactly So, and you, you might be able to speak to this a little, or I'll let you kick it off, but I was thinking the thing that we should discuss, because I think there's a lot of discrepancy is the difference in either perception or just the difference in what you see as the surface level. So what you see is like us, young, average talent, average wallets, average whatever out there doing it like, <laughs> and like so what you see is what you get but you don't always see the behind the scenes does that mean does that make sense you know I'm going at with that
1: yeah yeah kind of like what people think goes on and like what goes on behind the curtain or you know whether that's hard work or you know both practicing or like actually busting your rump to make the dinero to pay for this right Mm -hmm. um but i think there's a couple right and i think no matter where you are where you fall within that diy to non-diy spectrum it it applies to everyone you know you look at someone in the top five percent and you're like they just they just show show up and the horse knows the pattern crazy exactly they inserted the SD card and now they're good to go. Right. So like they just get on and ride it. And, you know, maybe they don't see the hard work that happened behind the scenes with the trainer. Maybe they don't hear about that person, you know, driving, flying, whatever, every weekend to practice, mm-hmm. um, you know, and on the other side of the spectrum, you know, they go, yeah, Angela does pretty well because, you know, she claims to be a, a DIY, but really Julie's doing like, you know, julie does everything angela like barely sees her horse and she and like that's not the case at all right like right. you know maybe they just happen to see it the week that toby was with julie or something like that right and you just blow it out of proportion and all of a sudden they think everything that you say is like wrong or yeah. a lie
0: no because i mean like last week and the week before that i mean obviously we did the podcast while i was traveling so they're like i wasn't getting my own horse prepared for the show but that's like so far out of the norm for me, and so far not of what normally goes on, that I could see how that gets, that could have been blown out of perspective. And that could have been like, oh, so she just rolled up, picked her horse up, took her to the show and did well. Like, that's, that's fun, you know? And I think people think that a lot of people, because you just, and, and again, I think part of it is social media, you know, like you see someone, out doing this or, you know, I mean, no one ever posts pictures of themselves grinding at the barn at four 30 in the morning and no one posts pictures of themselves at the gym at 1130 at night. Cause that's when they can get it in. You know, it's like, you don't see all of the 85 steps that takes to get to the show pen ever.
1: Yeah, well, and I think some people might post the, like, gym at 11 p.m. or, like, the bar at 4.30 a.m., but they're posting it because they don't do it often and it's an anomaly and something worth complaining about, you know? (laughs) Like, the people who, like, are there at 4 a.m. or, you know, till 11 p.m. or whatever, they're not posting about it because to them it's an average day. (laughs)
0: Right.
1: It's what they signed up for.
0: Yeah. And I I think that's, like, something to – Really point out is there are so many people like that's just their average day. Like they get up early and go to the barn or and then go work their nine to five because you have to work your nine to five. Like there's, you know, like it's not a "Eh, I'm going to go to this horse show this weekend, but I'm really not going to work this week leading up to it. You know, it's like a very much one has to happen for the other one to happen. And it's a rarity that you get to see both sides. And I think even more so, and I'll, I'll just use the example of like you at the last Pinot Show, like you came rolling in at like 8.30, nine o'clock on that Thursday night. And you're like, all right, like I'm going to go ride. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wash, I'm going to band. And it, it was like midnight before we got back to the hotel that night. And it was just, what had to happen in order to get your horse shown, you know? And like what had to happen in order so you can get up and show the next day at 10 a.m. or whatever. And then we got up at five o'clock the next morning so we could go to the barn and you could feed. And I think you rode in iClean stalls and whatever. And then you went back to the hotel to work. Like that's what it takes to get it done. And no one else knew that that happened except for you and me, you know? Right. Cause they were
1: all sleeping on us, but <laughs> no. <laughs> right. And like people, people will just make flying assumptions. Right. And it's completely, and you know, they may treat you based on their assumptions or they may give you the benefit of the doubt and not necessarily communicate their assumptions towards you, um, whether they're right or wrong assumptions. And I think the, Big thing that really kind of sucks about all of it is it's you just gotta suck it up and roll with it right like you can't change someone else's perspective on you know maybe a 30 second interaction that they had you know so
0: um yeah no and it's and again yeah you can't like you can't base your opinion of someone you can't base your perception of how they do what they do and why they do it based on that 30 seconds and nor should you you know like it should be and again like it's such an individualized thing like I don't I don't even know if we should be like proposing that but I think the thing we're trying to point out here is like there's so much going on below the surface and leading up to the show and even at the show to get into the pen. And so really like you shouldn't be judging other people's journey based on what you see when they're in the pen.
1: Right. I actually have a funny example. So at the Iowa Pinot show, Doris and I collided in the warm up <laughs> arena in showmanship and my hat like flew off my head like five feet like and um I did I ended up dusting my hat off partially I'm sure it's still dirty right now and um going in and doing showmanship and then I came back out and one of the ladies that I've known for a while for like the duration that I've had Doris Dory whatever she was whatever she's feeling like at that time but um she was like, "Hey, hey, how did it go, right?" And she had she had seen Dory like when Dory didn't do showmanship or like any of that, and so she was like, "How how did it go?" And I was like, "It went fine for like it went decent, you know. It wasn't our best, it wasn't our worst. It was just consistent." She was like, "Huh, okay." She's <laughs> like, "Well, I saw I saw what happened in but in the warm up pen," and I was like, "Well, she's like when your hat fell off because you and Dory like collided." I was like, "Oh yeah." And she was like, "Yeah, I didn't see anything else other than that." But um, well, it's good it went okay, you know. And like, to me, I was like, "Dang, like that's like that's what you saw, like." <laughs> 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 but like, just like understanding that, like, you know, whether it's, you know, they see something as a positive or they see and they don't see, con behind it, or they don't they see a con and they don't necessarily see the positive behind it. You know, I think it's it's a big step forward. I think as an individual to just understand that people aren't always going to see the full picture and just kind of.
0: Yeah. No, I've had similar things happen. It was like, I don't know, last year. And I was super, I was offended by it, but I know I shouldn't have been, you know, after a horsemanship run, someone came up and they're like, wow, like you've really improved. And i was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) You know, like we've, we've done well in the horsemanship can Cons- pretty consistently the last few shows or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, do you remember at the paint Futurity, you know, six years ago when you went in to show the horsemanship and he, instead of backing up, he like reared. And I was like, Oh yeah, I do remember that. Thanks for bringing that up for me. <laughs> that was a fun memory. And but But again extracting that zip file yeah i was like wow i had locked that one away so deep i had forgotten that even existed like all my negative memories are coming back to me i'm like i'm pretty sure i burned that outfit sage that shit um but no so like that was their lasting impression of toby and i in the horsemanship which is a i mean is a very valid impression um I would that would stick with me too and for them to say like oh wow like you've dramatically improved from there I was like well you can't get much worse than that (laughs) you know like I remember when the judges like kind of like half stood up in their chair like oh are you you okay honey and I was like we're fine we're working through it it's okay right now let me just two hand get some control (laughs) here and So for like that to be their perspective and that to be like set in their mind of that's how we do horsemanship to, you know, like, I think we won the ABO, that show or whatever it was to that. I'm I'm sure that's like a phenomenal improvement. Whereas I was like, oh no, like we've, we've been pretty, we've been pretty decent for a while (laughs) now.
1: Yeah. Well, I think like you look at some people too, that, you know, just have like, really like rock solid consistent horses you know and you're like how are they so consistent year after year after year and what you don't like you know they they i'm sure they just dropped a pretty penny on that horse you know from the beginning and that's like what it was but like what you don't see is you don't see like them out there like icing every day you don't know, like what you know whatever it is or like all the money that they put into vet work
0: Oh yeah No I I think about that with several people um like one comes to mind right out the bat but it's like I definitely thought that of them until I started to like I knew them and I was like, wow, like they have spent thousands of dollars on vet work for this horse. And they like they have a bond with that horse. Like I think that's so underrated sometimes because you know, everyone's like, well, you can you can buy a really well-trained horse and then go out and show it. Yeah, you can, but until you like have a working relationship with that horse you have a bond with that horse you know that horse and that horse knows you and trusts you it's never going to be that good like what you can tell when a horse and rider are synced and like they click and they pair up and it's a night and day difference even if you have the most trained horse and i think that's what makes the difference with a lot of those riders you know you're like oh wow they just have a really nice horse you know that they must have dropped a pretty penny on it's like no Chances are they've had that horse for a while, and they're out there every day in the barn cleaning the stall. They're out there every morning feeding it. They're out there, like, bonding with this thing, and that's what makes the difference in my mind. Right.
1: Right. Like, and I think it kind of goes back to some of, like, the previous things we have talked about, too, is, like, everyone's got to start somewhere, you Mm -hmm. know, and maybe – Maybe it is like a fifth generation, you know, parents were world champs, now they're world, you know, and just like inherit these like really fabulous horses. But, you know, then there's some people who started without that and, you know, are working, have worked their way up to the top, you know, whether it's with horses and trainers and just trying to like improve their skill every single time. And, you know, we just jump into their story to view it and be like, You know, once they're like a world champion somewhere along the line and we don't see any of the previous twenty years in the work that have been there. And I think that's really unfortunate, right? Like why why is why we need to highlight I think more than just that, which, you know, is I think a different topic altogether, but
0: No, I agree. And like I, I think that's really beautiful the way you said it is like we pop in at their story at the given moment where you're like, wow, they're the world champion, you know. And a lot of times when, like, you see someone win and they're kind of like, okay, you know, like, you're like, wow, like, they must be super
1: rich. That's what comes to my rich. mind every yeah. single time.
0: You know, and it's like, and again, a lot of times, and in, in we, I think you would probably understand this, like, you know, we both started with, like, little Shetland ponies in 4-H. You know, like, I remember my parents paid $400 for my first pony, and that was, like, Expensive for us. And then you kind of moved up and then you bought the horse that was $2,000. And then you bought the horse that was, I don't even know, $7,500, you know, like you're kind of moving, you're like, wow. Like, and you like your standards kind of change and your comfort level kind of changes. And when you are competing against people who their parents showed their grandparents shown their grand grandparents shown. Um, and so they start out at that, like and, you know, their parents probably paid 15,000 for their walk trot horse. You know, they start out there and they start out with the Harris saddles. Cause that's, that's their, like their, their null point. Like that's their starting point. That's what their, their generations have worked towards. Like that's the normal. And it's so hard to compete against that just because you have such different planes of what's going on. But again, I think it's, that person was probably raised in the barn and that person was probably on a horse before they can walk. And that person had all these different experiences that level them up outside of the money, but we just want to see the money, you know, like that's what we want to equate it to.
1: Right. Cause I mean, you start from 4-H, right. And you have to like build your own connections. You have to go out and seek things. It's not like 20 years ago, I used this trainer, you know, so now we, we can go talk to them and see what they've got, you know, like you don't have any of that going in so
0: yeah I think this is really important to remember like everyone starts in different places and everyone's and maybe we got a little off topic from where we started maybe this is something we should save for another time but I think the perspective is everything and you just never know what's going on behind the scenes right and what it's taking to get and what it's taken what it's what it took to get there yeah where someone started from yeah and just don't judge
1: people in general
0: we pay for that so maybe let's not do that for free
1: (laughs) (laughs) judging to the judges
0: we pay for the judges to judge us so let's just you know not judge everyone else okay I have something I want to talk about. Okay. Um,
1: and that is scouting. Do you ever? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, like college teams, like when they're trying to recruit or something like that, they'll send scouts or, you know, I think we even did in high school. We'd be like, hey, could you go get some film on this person? Could you go like, you know, for like sports? Okay, yeah.
0: yeah, I was like, I don't think anyone came to my rodeos to film me, but. Oh, no, 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 no. In basketball, <laughs> I was top-notch film. They just watched the highlight reels if they
1: needed film and you.
0: Exactly. It was all there.
1: <laughs> all four quarters. Um, but so, one of the things I've noticed that I find kind of funny is people like will post a picture of their, you know, with their show results or something like that. And usually it's not, like, when the trainer posts it, but, like, when the individual posts it. And someone will comment on comment there, like, um, you know, great to see you. You guys looked great. Are you going to this show, mm-hmm. you know? And you're, like, you guys aren't even friends. Like, why do you care? And then you're, like, wait. But you're in the same division. Uh, so, like, oh, yeah. I genuinely love it when people scout on Facebook I mean I'll be honest like I do it too but I never like leave traceable evidence (laughs) on Facebook okay like I like I love to watch like old like you know like you ever go like look at the results and then you try to like find that pattern that like won the world show or whatever the year before and you can like I like doing that and I like trying to scout like old patterns and stuff and see who for caliber understandings
0: But I will never comment on (laughs) there. They don't, you know, I'm scouting. Yeah. No, I'll watch a lot of YouTube of like the winners and whatever. And then I'll get curious. And so then I'll Google that person's name or whatever and then start watching. And then that leaves social media. And then all of a sudden you're like, wow, that was a really cute seventh grade performance of the story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Adorable. No, Sometimes
1: too, with some of those horses' names, you got to be really careful. So like, I'll like make sure to put, I don't know. I'm sure there's one that's like, my daddy is something, something. Oh yeah. You got to like, you got to put in like APHA after that or else you're going to get something you don't want on your screen.
0: Well, there's so many horses' names now that the announcer says them and like, I get a little red. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that. Like, there was a couple at the Iowa Pinot Show. I was like, oh, damn. Okay. Yikes.
1: I was like, it's not even cheeky at this point anymore. It's just straight, like, raunchy. Yeah. I was like, my grandma would not approve. I don't even approve.
0: (laughs) We would all be embarrassed by this. No, I... um, No, I guess I never really paid attention to people like, oh congratulations, are you going to this show? Which, you know, if you guys are both running for high point or whatever, you know, if you're one and two, you probably don't want to go to the same show that one is at because you want to be one at a different show. That makes sense. I can see that. Yeah. And that... I know people get really strategic with it. Like, they'll, they'll be, like, mapped out of and i only know one person who does this but i'm sure other people do it um they'll map out their like tier 1 shows of the year and so like this is the goal but then they'll have like backup plans or backup shows like if a horse you know maybe needs some schooling then they'll instead of going to this show they're going to go to this show that weekend and then the next weekend they're going to go here and then maybe there's a show they can hit in the middle of the week here and it's like oh my god you guys like that yeah. I I just wake up in the morning and I'm like, well, what are we doing today, kids? Horse show? Alright, cool. Like, let's go. Like, I don't... Yeah. I can't function that way.
1: We're putting our shoes on one foot at a time and it sounds like that person's putting them on. I don't even know. They're just straight jumping in.
0: Then. I don't think they take their shoes off.
1: <laughs> can't wait to go into that many horse shows. <laughs>
0: Can you imagine? Yeah.
1: I always like it when people are like, Are you going to this show? I was like, Why do you care? Either show up or don't show up.
0: Yeah, like if you're going, well, yeah, I guess, I don't know. I more so ask if people are going to horse shows because I just want to know if they're going to be there. So I'll have someone to talk to. But mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe maybe I'll start asking like to know and start being more strategic about it. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of work. I like the show up approach. Well, and I just, I don't know. Like I can't think of anyone who I'd be like, Oh my gosh, they're going, well, I'm going to find a different show to go to. Like I can't, cause you know, it's like, it's so relative. And once you're at a good spot with your horse, your craft, whatever, you might as well go show against them. You're like, you know, you might as well like, well, let's see how we stack up under this set of judges, you know, because it could be completely different verse, versus the weekend prior. Exactly.
1: Right. And I don't know, like based on like what I would like to achieve, I'd rather continually get my ass kicked at local shows than show up to a world show
0: where I like I haven't seen anyone. Right. Community. Yeah. Like I would feel super comfortable being like, and I, again, I've had this experience of being a big fish in a little pond and then you show up to the world show and you're like, I am untouchable. This is going to be the coolest. This pen is going to just razzle dazzle while I'm in it. And then you're like, Oh, didn't get called off the wall. Oh, that's awkward. Maybe I don't have my number. <laughs> Maybe I don't right. know my number.
1: And can you just confirm my numbers on, please? <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, excuse me. Do you guys did you guys not know what my number was? Because it should be up there.
1: Um, I think you marked that I went off pattern, and in fact, I didn't. I'll give you a scenario. Okay. And then you tell me if I'm an asshole.
0: I do this with my kids a lot, so I think I'll be good at it.
1: Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Um. If you leave poop in the warm up arena,
0: yeah, you're an asshole. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, so, where is it? Is it like over on the side, or okay, hang on. So, is it in the dre- like the dressing pen, the staging area, or is it the warm up arena? Like the staging arena. area for like halter. Well, I could say I'm neutral to the warm up arena. You know, unless you're, like, working when the poles are all set up for the trail. If you, like, drop a deuce right in the middle of the box and you leave it, that's pretty, pretty assholey. But if it's, like, over on the side or your horse is moving so it's kind of spread out, I could say you're probably fine. But in the, the dress, the staging area, you gotta get that out really yeah so what is your proposed
1: thought on how you do it then do you like leave and go scoop it or do you come back
0: well I feel like there's ample picks around usually and so maybe you just move it off to the side maybe you just move it off to the side yeah because there's usually a pile from like the horses that poop in the showmanship that they kind of just take and haul over there I think that would be a good, good solution. I don't know. I just know the time that Toby peed a lake in the, the staging area and then spooked over it and like jumped and like tried to run away from me while he was in the halter. That that was not ideal, and I felt like a major asshole for that. Because all the horses were doing the lip thing, and everyone was like, "It smells like pee," and I was like, "Yeah, it does." <laughs> yikes who did that <laughs>
1: yeah i
0: don't know but leaving poop in the wash rack that is an easy asshole always you are always in the wrong for
1: doing that go back and pick that stuff up because that's nasty always
0: especially if you get some hot water in there Ooh. Ugh. i have a very weak stomach yeah um
1: What about parking your trailer out front when you're loading, when you're unloading or you're loading up to go home?
0: So this is the thing that bugs me at every show. When someone pulls their trailer up, loads it, and then just leaves it there. Or it's like two o'clock in the afternoon and they just pull it up. It's kind of off to the side, but not quite off to the side. And they just leave it there for later. Drives me nuts. The
1: parking lot didn't change. Like, you
0: know? There wasn't like what? Like, what's the what necessitates that? You know, the only time I would have my trailer parked by the door is if I was thinking I was going to have to make a mad dash to the vet or something, and I horse couldn't walk another ten feet. Whatever it is, that's the only time I would have my trailer pulled up. Yeah. I hate it when you gotta like
1: dance through five trailers to get to. to oh, get to I know, and it's
0: it, it doesn't bother me as much when I'm unloading, having to like weave through trailer because like the excitement's there. Your soul hasn't been crushed yet. You haven't sweated off twenty pounds. You're, You're still happy here. Yeah, you haven't you haven't paid four hundred dollars to be embarrassed all weekend. Like that doesn't bother me. But when it's time to go and you just want to leave and everyone's trailer is parked everywhere and you have to take your little wheelbarrow and wiggle between all these trailers, all your stuff and stuff's falling out and you're hot and the horse wants to go home and you're hungry. That's when it bothers me.
1: Yeah, it bothers me. Right. I I think we're on a pretty similar page. I get like if you want to pack up and it was parked, you know, in the next county over. But if you're gonna park it there, get your shit done.
0: Yeah, and then just move it back, like
1: right, right.
0: It doesn't matter at all.
1: <sighs> and the- maybe you're like trickling stuff out, but like if it's like one wheelbarrow at a time, mm-hmm. walk it all the way over there because maybe someone else is ready to park their trailer nice and close because they're trying to leave within an Yeah, the you
0: know, and I and this used to bug me and stress me out at horse shows. Um, but Julie, like as soon as she's done with say her English stuff, it is pat, like, it's like, it gets off the horse. Doesn't even make it back to the tack room. It's in the wheelbarrow going out to the trailer. Like as soon as she's done with something in the trailer, boom, gone And that used to just like stress me out. And I would get like nervous and feel like she wanted to leave me there Maybe because she forgot me at a horse show once. I don't know <laughs> like that, um, but now I am like the biggest proponent <laughs> like Thursday night. I just moved everything in. And, you know, if I don't need it, it goes back to the trailer. Right. Friday after I'm done with trail, my trail clothes go back to the trailer. Sun or Saturday after Northwestern, all my stuff goes back to the trailer. So that way Sunday, you know, when you're done, you don't have to make 800 trips back out to the trailer. Right. And it's, it's almost like once you're done, you can leave exactly all you have to do at the end of the show the only thing that should be left in the barn is your horse mm-hmm. you know like I and i i'm a two buckets for water one bucket for grain and a hay bag kind of person first thing sunday morning i take away a bucket of water <laughs> as soon as they're done eating i take away their grain bucket like it is down to bare bones on sunday
1: yeah i think i like i'll wash on like a thursday right and if the show starts on friday friday morning Bath, wash rack stuff in the in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Mind you, Dory's like eighty percent white, and maybe showmanship's not the first thing. You know, maybe it's after riding class. I don't care. Yeah. Bath equipment in the trailer. <laughs> Bye. Get that negativity out of my life. <laughs>
0: no, I'm like,
1: give me a good excuse to not wash my horse. It's in the trailer.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Guess we're just gonna spit shine because <laughs> all our stuff is in the trailer. Green spot remover's got it. <laughs> oh, heaven love the person who made green spot remover agreed they're fabulous
1: sponsored by green spot remover (laughs) i think we would be good candidates for them i really do honestly i don't think you're wrong i think we're right about perfect
0: i agree i agree Next week for our first sponsored episode. <laughs> All right. Watch out for our tutorials on how to clean an entire horse with just green spot remover.
1: Exactly. Doesn't matter the time of year, just keep your bottle from freezing. Oh god, yeah. All right. I feel like with that we're good for 31. 31 and we're done. Instagram, Facebook, you know where to find us. Other than that, keep on winning and see you all next week with 32.